Hey, hi, this is Lou Adler. In this podcast series, I'll be describing how to handle difficult hiring challenges when trying to recruit the strongest talent. In this specific session, I want to handle the common hiring manager excuse that they don't have enough time to discuss the real job. Now, to get started addressing this problem, you need to make the case that the bigger waste of time is spending hours interviewing six to eight semi-qualified people, hoping one of them meets their needs. And an even bigger time waster spending two to three hours each week pushing and prodding an unmotivated person to achieve average results. You got to recognize that behind the not enough time excuse is the unspoken belief that the recruiter should know exactly what the job is, just knowing the title and seeing the laundry list of skills and experiences. Also underlying the excuse is the hiring manager's mistaken belief that there are plenty of talented people just waiting to work at your company and are willing to take an ill-defined lateral transfer for the budgeted compensation being offered. Now, if this logic doesn't work, here are some other ways on how to overcome the not enough time excuse. First, start by asking the hiring manager who he or she spends more time with after the person was hired, their strongest people or their weakest people. Most hiring managers will say their weakest people. This should be enough to persuade the hiring manager to say, hey, let's spend some time up front to better understand job needs so we can hire the strongest people. Now, but once you get this agreement, don't, and I repeat, don't ask about what skills or experiences and competencies are required. Instead, ask this question. On this job, what types of projects and tasks would this person be assigned? When you get a few of these tasks roughly defined, just ask the hiring manager what the candidate would need to accomplish doing this work that indicates the person is a great performer. For sales, it could be making quota in six months rather than 12 months. For an engineer, it could be completing some type of analysis with limited direction in four to six weeks. And for a manager, it could be to rebuild a team to support the company's growth. Regardless of the job, it's important to get outcomes to define the work rather than inputs like must-have skills, experiences, academics, and personality traits. Now, with this short list of performance objectives in hand, ask the hiring manager this question. Would you be open to see a person who has a track record of doing this type of work, even if the person had a different mix of skills and experiences? The answer will likely be yes. Then go on to say, I'll present two to three people who have successfully handled these types of projects and one of them will likely be hired. This, you'll say, is how the hiring manager will save time up front by not having to interview unqualified candidates and how the hiring manager will save hours every week after the person is hired by not having to overmanage the person. Now, another way to figure out these objectives with the managers who throw out the lack of time excuse is to present a short draft list of the likely performance objectives for the job and send it to the hiring manager via an email. In the email, tell the hiring manager, I'm going to start looking for these candidates right away unless you think the list is wrong. I guarantee the hiring manager will always edit the list. Then set up a short call to clarify and prioritize the performance objectives. Now, if all of this doesn't work, here are two more ideas. First, ask the hiring manager when he or she will be telling the candidate about the job. Will it be before the person is hired or after the person is hired? Most managers will pause 
But they'll always answer before, of course. Then go on to say, well, why don't you tell me first what the performance objectives are so I can find people who are both competent and motivated to do this work. Finally, before you wrap up the discussion, ask why would a top person who's not looking see this job as a better career opportunity than the person's current role or some competing opportunity for other than a big monetary increase. This will give you the information needed to prepare a meaningful performance-based job description. More important, these types of job descriptions are how you open the talent pool to more top performers and diverse talent who have a different mix of skills and experiences. Now, it's important to recognize that this is only the first step in hiring great people. Recruiting and interviewing them is the real challenge, but you got to define the job properly or it's impossible to attract and properly assess the great talent, especially in a talent-scarce market. Now, you'll find more of these great hiring tips at performancebasedhiring.com and on the Hiring Machine, which is our new self-paced learning platform. Now, let's go out and hire some great people.